Welcome to the Credibility Nation Show, the podcast that will help you to continually build and grow your credibility with your host, Mitchell Levy. Hi, Mitchell Levy, global credibility expert, and welcome to this special credibility episode of Thought Leader Life, where we're talking to amazing humans from around the planet about who they are, what they do, in essence, their credibility. Today's guest is Jennifer J. Fondreve. I think I actually got that one, uh, <laughs> who is the founder and chief humanity officer of Day One Ready. She helps forward-thinking business leaders, owners, and C-suite executives on how to prepare for the human capital challenges of M&A, mergers and acquisitions. I'm very excited to have the chance to spend time with you in the green room, and welcome to the show, Jennifer. Thank you. And by the way, it took me years to figure out how to pronounce my name as well, so don't worry. <laughs> Oh, isn't that lovely? Um, so, so tell me, what is, what is your CPOP? What is the customer point of pain you serve? Well, it's the, the people challenges of mergers and acquisitions. And I, and I do it for small mid-market companies to Fortune 500. You know, I was uh, on the board of directors of a public company for nine years. We did a number of M&A. And I don't think we ever focused directly, like sometimes we did it for technology, sometimes we did it for people, sometimes we did it for clients. I don't think we ever did the focus that you're talking about. So tell me more, what do you do? And I guess maybe, why do you do it? Why is it important? Well, I actually, let's start there. The reason why I do it is because I went through three multi-billion dollar acquisition experiences. And with each one, I just saw how they people challenges, the integration of cultures, the lack of understanding what the vision and mission was and why we were going in the direction we were going. And I say this as an executive. I saw it happen three separate times. And I thought by the third one, I got tired of saying there's got to be a better way through M&A. So I decided to write a, a book on how to survive it and had so many people say exactly what you just said. Not enough people focus on this. We need more help in this area. You should consult companies. And that really is what, what spawned um, what I do today. Beautiful. And, and so what do you do? How do you help? In a couple of different ways. From a, a consulting standpoint, I'll help Fortune 500 or mid-market companies be smarter when they're thinking about M&A, how to think about the people aspect of it. Everything from how to communicate the vision, the mission, the values in a way that galvanizes your workforce to really get behind it. Defining even what the desired future state is. Oftentimes what happens, and it sounds like you've experienced it too, the executives of the two companies aren't aligned. They don't have a similar vision on where they're going and how they're gonna get there. And so I'll help executives get that alignment and then communicate it in a way that the workforce gets excited and understands the role that they play in it. I say that as a former marketing executive, the communications piece. I think everyone knows, oh, you gotta communicate, but how you communicate and the cadence around it is absolutely critical. So I help in the alignment and the communication piece of it. I got it, that makes sense. And you sort of said it before, but how do you have credibility to do what you do? Well, after you go through three of them, you see the warts and the pain. And for me, what was the, the most difficult in each of those, and, and I was at, you know, I, I recognize the, the bigger the billions, the bigger the bloodbath. So I, it's not consistent throughout, but I felt that there were opportunities to help companies be smarter and the executives in them be smarter 
about how they rolled out the vision and mission in a way that people could get behind it and really understand it. So I use my own experience and bring that to executives. And an example of a technique that I use is a pre-mortem, right? So that is essentially, we know what a post-mortem is, right? When the, when the patient dies and you try and figure out why they died, um, a pre-mortem is you've made the decision, now figure out all the ways it'll go wrong. And oftentimes what happens in an M&A is that the, the deal is the focus and getting the deal done is the focus. So I say, step back, okay? Assume the deal is done. Now, what are all the ways your talent could leave? Your competition comes in and, and poaches people. Clients leave because they don't understand where you're going and what you're doing. And you work through all of that so you have a plan in place and all of those pieces have people challenges associated with them right? The culture um, integration issue is the one that tends to get the most attention. But there's so many different aspects of M&A where if your people aren't behind it and understanding where they're going and how they can contribute, it undermines the success of the deal. And that's, you don't need me to say that. Um, Harvard, McKinsey have done studies for the last decade that demonstrate 70 to 90% of M&A fail. Um, and so I'm one, one company, one executive, one workforce at a time trying to mitigate the risk of, of that failure rate. Got it. That was actually elegantly said. So thank you. Um, how do you go about sharing your credibility? I, what's, your, what's your marketing plan? How do people get to see you? Well, a couple of different ways. And, and Mitchell, what's so funny is I, I, would, I would confess I wasn't planning to do this. I was a marketing executive. All I was planning to do initially was to write a book, a survivor's handbook. I wanted to bring greater transparency to what can be a really soul-sucking experience. People lose their way and, and very talented people start to doubt their value. And I, and I felt that that could, be, that could be mitigated if people just had greater transparency on what to expect and how to work through it. And so all I was going to do was write a book, but I had enough I interviewed probably about 60 executives, CEOs, CFOs, private equity, HR leaders. And as I was writing and interviewing, they would consistently say, well, what are you doing besides the book? You got it. You could really get out there and help people. And, and I would always joke and say, are you kidding me? Do you know how hard it is to write a book? I was just going to write the book. <laughs> but, you know, to your question about uh, how do I help, it's through, through speaking and consulting. Um, what's, what's, been a great aspect of the book is how many people in the speaking have said, I'm so glad you're out there talking about this. No one is talking about this. And it brings attention to a pain point that so many of us have, and we don't have solutions for it. We don't know how to address it. We just kind of try and survive through it. So a big piece of, of what I try and do is just bring awareness and attention to this pain point so that more people are focused on how to solve it before the pain hits, if that makes sense. Absolutely. And, and on social media, where do, where do you spend your energy? Uh, predominantly LinkedIn. I uh, have done a number of articles on LinkedIn. I've contributed to, to different publications, HBR, um, Forbes. For me, a lot of the um, awareness build is educating people, that there is upside. There can be a positive aspect of M&A. And so I'm trying to, to highlight that in every way possible. And LinkedIn has been a great platform for that because you have so many people in the business community looking um, for answers, whether it's CEOs or HR leaders. Uh, it's been a great platform for me. I like it. I like it a lot. So 
Listen, if, if you're listening to this and you're in the C-suite, you're sitting on the board, you've been part of many M&A or, or maybe you haven't yet, and all of a sudden this, this sort of resonates with you, wait, we got to make sure that people, the culture, everything merges, we don't blow up on those sort of things. And trust me, I've seen many things that don't work for many different reasons. You're going to want to reach out to Jennifer J. Fondreve. Jennifer, how best can people reach out to you? <laughs> well, that first and foremost, jenniferjfondreve.com is my website. Uh, Day One Ready is, is my company, so you can find me through Day One Ready, but the, really the simplest way is jenniferjfondreve.com or um, my email address, which is jennifer at jenniferjfondreve.com. And those, those really, I would say the, the website in particular, there's, there's a lot of tools and techniques I provide. So it gives you not only a view on, on some of the pain points and solutions, but equally a way for you to understand how I approach it and how I've helped companies solve for the pain points. Got it. Well, thank you. Thanks so much for sharing your credibility with us today. Thank you. And thank you so much for having me. You're welcome. And, and by the way, guys, you know who you are, so you should definitely reach out. And uh, while you're at it, click on the like button, share with your friends, and we'll see you at the next episode of Thought Leader Life. Take care, everyone. Bye now. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend it on the platform you're listening to. You can also get more information at credibilitynation.com. And feel free to see the latest update to the credibility research and get a free PDF copy of the book written on this research at aha.pub research. 